Hello, you guys. This is Cam, one half of the Football Frame Mind Podcast team. Uh, just giving a college football week nine recap and a week 10 preview. Um, but before we get into that, got to give a big shout out to our sponsors, man, Bet US and Off the Ball Network. Both of our sponsors, man, help us grow, help us reach new fans, help us reach new new heights, man. We're trying to really get um, a great following, man, and some great feedback, man. But both of our sponsors have made us a lot a lot bigger than where we started, man. Um, so we just want to keep growing. Uh, but if you're in the sports books, man, if you're in the sports conversations, man, check out Off The Ball Network, man, for the sports conversations, man. They got some great content, some great guys over there with great podcasts, great YouTube videos, man. Whatever sports you want, they have it over there, man. Check them out. Uh, their page will be in our description, man. But if you're in the sports books and you like gambling, man, you like uh, testing your sports knowledge, man, on how people are going to play, check out BetUS, man. They got some great deals, a uh, lot of information about betting, man, to help you do it the right way, man. 30 years in this sports book, sports gambling, casino, whatever you want to call it, man. 30 years doing it. Gotta be the real deal. So we got a link in our description, man. Check it out and hey, go for what you know. Like I said, they are a great, great company to use, man. So without further ado, let's get into this, uh, this week nine recap, man. So first thing I want to go start with, man, is Arizona, man. I don't know what's going down there in Tucson, but Man, they've had some some of the best games this year, man. I mean, they took USC to the wire, and they pulled the upset um, Pac-12 after dark um, against uh, Oregon State and DJU. Man, I thought um, I thought that Oregon State was gonna be that team to you know to sneak up in that Pac-12 race, man. But this derails my thoughts. A little bit, excuse me, uh, but like I said, man, close game, man. I mean, like so, like both defenses playing good, man. One that had the ball last one, man. But surprising upset here, man. Um, like I said, like Pac twelve is really putting on some putting on a show in their last year of really existing. So if you ain't got a chance to check out some Pac twelve games, man, stay up late because. They have some classics, man. So, um, like I said, it's one of the games that really stood out to me, man. So, uh, another game I want to talk about uh, before we get into this uh, this next week, which should be really good, man. I want to talk about Florida State, man. Florida State's still going strong, man. I don't want to say they back yet. But they looking dominant, man. They not playing down to the competition at all, man. I think a lot of people want to say Jaden Daniels is a Heisman front runner, man. But you got to look at Jordan Travis, man. Dude, I've said it on this podcast numerous times, man. He is smooth as silk with his 
decision makings, man. He's quick to the point. The read option is quick. He know what decision you want to throw. We're talking screen classes. And it helps when you got six, seven receivers to throw to. So, like I said, they look good. I mean, another, gosh, man, um, another great game, man. Uh, 300 passing yards, three touchdowns. I mean, shoot, the running back had a hundred yards, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, receiving and like 50 yards rushing. So, I mean, he's balling. So, I mean, Jordan Travis broke a run early. So, I mean, they just look like a machine, man. And like I said, not having to play Clemson in the championship game or whatever, however their conference works out is a, is a win. So I think they should be in the playoff, like a playoff lock. If anybody's a good chance to make it, it's probably Florida State. So I just want to talk about them and Wake Forest. Obviously, Wake Forest didn't do much, but that was a good game, man, to see how dominant they've been, man. So, uh, so then we got Kansas and Oklahoma, man. I mean, you're looking at a game that, I mean, I thought Oklahoma, after beating Texas, would kind of just steamroll their way through the, uh, through the Big 12, man. But nah, man. They have not. They not gonna do that this year, cause Kansas is, uh, like I said, doing really good things up there in uh, Lawrence, man. Uh, like I said, uh, Coach, uh, I want to say Leopold, I think is his name. He gonna be one of those hot commodities to, to come to one of these uh bigger Power Five conferences. So, um, he gonna be a hot commodity out there. So him and Mike Elko from Duke, man, look out for those names. When the coaching carousel starts in the off season, so well as Josh Pay said, there is no off season, but in the off season. But uh, like I said, that's one of the games that I really wanted to talk about, man. Um, let me see. I'm gonna do another one. And see what I can see, man. So all right, let's talk about Ohio State, man. If I'm not mistaken, they was number one in the college football rankings this week. I mean, they looked okay against Wisconsin, man, but nothing spectacular. I mean, I don't know, man. McCord is okay, but I think them having uh, Trayvon Henderson, man, him back was probably the difference maker in this game, man. I mean, 162 and a touchdown. I mean, obviously Marvin Harrison Jr. is probably going to be a candidate for the number one pick, man. I mean, he is really good at, at receiver. <laughs> I mean, like, he is bigger than his dad. I wouldn't say faster, but as far as catch radius and things like that, man, he has everything trending to be better than his dad, man. He's a big-time threat, man. But in college, he is killing all secondaries, no matter who it is. But... I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, beside them two, I don't really know, man. I mean, they beat Wisconsin, man. Wisconsin is kind of building into whatever they want to be right now. Luke Fickle, I think it's first year, so nothing spectacular. But, I mean, I don't know. It wasn't necessarily mind-blowing. It was just kind of them as usual. So, I don't know. Like I said, maybe, maybe I'm missing something, but... I'm not really sold on, on them, per se. So, uh, But that was uh, the Week 9 preview. Let's get into Week 10.
So, all right, I'll say the best for last. But one of the games I'm looking forward to is Mizzou and Georgia, man. Um, Georgia's team is mm, not dominant, but, I mean, they beat everybody right now. So, I mean, they don't really have to do much. But I want to know what kind of challenges Mizzou's wide-open, fast offense kind of is going to bring to them. Now, don't get me wrong. Georgia's going to have their defense is probably going to be hunting for Brady Cook. But, I mean, I look forward to seeing what challenges that, you know, um, Luther Burden the third can bring. Uh, obviously, that running back. I want to see if they can move the ball because if they can move the ball against Georgia, you never know. This game last year was really close. Everybody kind of thought Georgia was going to drop the ball, but Mizzou missed out on some opportunities. But Mizzou just looks so lethal right now on offense, right? But they haven't played a defense like Georgia, man. And when they played a good defense in LSU, it, well, not a good defense in LSU. Sorry, Brandon. But uh, defense was some playmakers. Uh, so Georgia has some playmakers on defense. So I kind of want to see this matchup, man, uh, because, like I said, this is for the a- SEC East. Georgia can't clinch it by winning the game, but they can, you know, put a stranglehold on it. You know what I'm saying? So, but if Mizzou wins, Mizzou's in control of the SEC East. And then, you know, now it makes it harder for Georgia to make the college football playoff without winning the SEC championship. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be a, be a nice argument to have. You know what I'm saying? But we'll see. Uh, so let's see another game I want to look at, man. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Scroll through the game Rolodex, man. All right, so me and Brandon had this game picked to be one of the best games of the year. I mean, I felt like it would be between two Heisman candidates, and it sort of is. I mean, obviously, you look at uh, the game is Washington and USC. Uh, we both picked this game to be one of those high-profile games uh, early in the season, and it is. USC obviously has problems on defense, so I expect this game to be probably 40-40 in the fourth quarter at some point. Um, but Washington has Michael Penix, man. I mean, he... Is in my top three in Heisman. I mean, because he's balling, man. He is electric as a passer. Their offense is just humming. And they look good, man. I can't I can't say it enough. They look good. They look like they're trying to go to the Pac-12 championship, man. And they're trying to win that thing. So, I mean, not sure where the bowl games are. But, hey, they would be uh, in the Rose Bowl and probably the college football playoff, man. So, I mean... I'm just looking forward to to seeing this game, man. Caleb Williams going against Michael Penix. I mean, it's probably one of the best matchups of the year. So definitely looking forward to that. Um, well, this one of those games you're looking forward to, man. Like I said, um, you got a lot of storylines in that game, man. But I don't expect it to be much defense at all. So, but... 
Another game, probably the most important game between me and Brandon, man. Um, LSU and Bama, man. I mean, LSU won this game last year, man, on the last play of the game. Um, man, they made Bryce work, man. Harold Perkins was hunting him last year, man. So, uh, but it's a different ball game with Jalen Miro back there, man, because Jalen Miro running is not the same as Bryce running. So, any missed tackles, any lane, you know, Milro can take it to the house, man. So, but uh, Jane Daniels is just as lethal, man. And obviously, and actually, he's a way better passer than Jalen Milro. So, our defense has been our calling card this season, man. But we ain't played nobody like uh, Jane Daniels. So, um, I think assignments are going to be the biggest thing. We got to stay on our keys, man, because Jaden Daniels is a sudden runner, man. If he sees any glimmer of daylight, he just going to go. You know what I'm saying? And that's when he plays best, when he don't be trying to think and just going with the go. So I look forward to, to seeing this game, man. You know, I'm rolling with the Tigers, Brandon rolling with the Tigers. So... Like I said, one of the biggest games in SEC every year. We recruit the same, two of the best in college football, man. And I think if we win, we're definitely in the college football playoff conversation because I think that's what the committee was waiting for, our next big game against a big opponent to really see what kind of team we are, man. So... We'll see, man. I don't know. This bye week, man, hopefully everybody got a little treatment and we go in this game kind of healthy and rested and see how it goes, man. It's at home, so we'll see. I don't know. But I'm rolling with the tide. You already know, man. But like I said, uh, this was the week uh, week 9 recap and the week 10 preview, man. So like I said, what... Do y'all think, man, leave comments, always subscribe, man, watch all of our content, man, to catch up just in case you missed it, man. But like I said, big shout out to Off The Ball Network and Bet US, man. Um, but this is Cam. Like I said, signing off.